I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, Episode 16. Today, we talk to Leanne Jacobs about beautiful money, holistic wealth, so stay tuned for another life-changing episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, before we begin, if you could just do me a favor, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me. And of course, let's give it five stars. This is a five-star program. And I want to thank you ahead of time for that. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, today we have Leanne Jacobs, the author of Beautiful Money and the founder of Healthy Girl. She has her Bachelor's of Science in Biomedical Toxicology as well as her MBA. She is a certified yoga and Pilates instructor as well as a clinical nutritionist. She is a detox specialist and a passionate advocate for holistic wealth, wellness, and entrepreneurship. She has been featured on Fox News, in Glamour and Women's Health magazines, The Jenny McCarthy Show, Entrepreneur uh, Success magazines as well. And uh, welcome to the show, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Well, I can tell you one thing. You've been all over the place, so I know that you have a lot of great information for all the listeners today about, well, you know, this is a very important and very important subject, especially in today's economy. So kind of, you know, tell us, you know, what inspired you to talk about holistic wealth? Yeah, well, I mean, I've always been interested in figuring out how to be successful. And I've always been passionate about the wellness industry. So that I kind of understood. And I've always really researched and read money books. But the one thing that I found challenging was that they most of them are really focused on sort of the numbers and the budgeting and the details about credit card balancing and things like that. But I didn't feel that there was a formula out there that really integrated your inner world first and, and your core values and your well-being first. So I was following the books and learning how to be successful. But by the time I really kind of checked off the checklist, I felt this big void. Like I didn't feel joyful. I didn't feel happy. And I I honestly couldn't think of something that I was passionate about. Although I had the great house, the marriage, the job, you know, um, was working for a Fortune 100 company. But, and I was like, I should feel really excited and happy, but what's, the, what's going on? So that's when I sort of peeled the layers off. And, and uh, my approach was really learn how to figure it out on my own, have mentors, of course, and, and tools. But I really, I really kind of put together my own formula for creating what I call holistic wealth, which is really living in harmony alignment, which is, which is most important. And then figuring out how to create your outer world so it's really in harmony with inner peace and and well-being. So actually on the wealth on the wealth side of things, we're not just talking about money. We're just no. really looking at the whole our whole I like to, I guess I can call it our whole life package. You know, what's inside mm-hmm. of what's inside us, what's around us and how everything some way somehow get it to all work together. Yeah, and and again for me like I, I would rather have less and feel peaceful. <laughs> 
then have more and have to put on a fake smile. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do believe there is this wonderful place where you can have both. Um, it's just about really getting authentic with what makes you tick and also with your creativity. So wealth, in my, op- in my opinion, um, you know, health is your biggest asset. So if you're not putting your health before the hustle, uh, you're going to hit a plateau, a burnout, a crisis. Well, that's very, very true. Cause yeah. Cause I know a lot of people, they just focus on their career. They focus on about making money and, and feeling good about their accomplishments, but then their health suffers. And then when they want to reach, reach the next level, they can't because now their health is holding them back. A hundred percent. And it's like the great dash, right? Like, it's like, we'll chase the money, chase the money, do the hustle. And then, you know, at 50 or 55 or 60, then I'm going to really just chill out and enjoy. And unfortunately for many people, when that time arrives, uh, health is, is no longer in, in a harmonious place. So they spend their retirement or their, their time that they have more leisure time managing their health and all their money is going to managing their health as well. Yeah. It's amazing because I see a lot of people uh, in today's society who they've, you know, some have saved for retirement or they've had retirement plans and then their health is not the best. And by the time they retire, they're spending their retirement on all of their medical problems. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's like, you know, I don't get to enjoy retirement because I don't feel good. I'm sick. I'm having surgeries that I would have never thought about having. And I, and I yeah. see this everywhere I go. Yeah. And tra- I, I mean, I know um, many of my friends' parents, when, when they're in that situation too, they, they have trouble getting travel insurance or at an affordable rate. So they're, they feel a little bit in jail because their ability to, to travel is limited. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That I can agree with. Cause again, that is something that I absolutely see all the time. I want to ask you something about the title of your book. So what does mm-hmm. beautiful money mean to you? So for me, it's it's really about living in alignment with your core values. Um, I, you know, at one point I wanted to call it yoga money. So it's like <laughs> it's like learning the art and the science of creating abundance that's in alignment with health and with joy. And it's something that is a deep commitment because it means on a, almost on a daily basis, it's a check-in that sort of your inner world must take precedent over the looking good and the external stuff. Um, and sometimes not everybody is, is interested in making that commitment, but I feel more and more uh, people are choosing simplicity over stuff and they want to, to live in joy. And they don't care if it means, you know, they have to, sometimes it, it could be a burnout, right? It's like, okay, well, nothing seems to be working, so now I'm going to try a new path. Unfortunately, a lot of the time it does take that crisis or breakdown before we say maybe there's another formula that's going to work better. Well, sometimes I think uh, a crisis like that for many people is actually a good thing. And, you know, I think we see it. It's like watching television and, you know, now we have TV shows about tiny houses and it basically comes down to, you know, people want a, a, yeah. And at the same time, I think what is really good about that idea, especially in this case, is that you realize the things around you that you know, we've kind of hoarded and our garage ends up being a storage unit and not to park our cars in anymore. 
And then we realize that we haven't looked at that stuff for the last 20 years and it's time to get rid of the junk. And and I guess in a way, this is probably a metaphor some way, somehow, but uh, it's just, you know, getting rid of that junk, living a simpler life, but that simpler life is actually going to be a much happier life. And, and and I, and I think it also has to go to with, with a lot of us that seem to be career oriented, like you, I am, and some, and millions of others out there that, you know, we look at life now through and are reading books like you did. You read all these money books and we see people who have, have a high grade of leadership in their life. And when you study leaders, you find out that the first part of the day belongs to them. They don't, they don't pick up their email. They don't start their day by dealing with other people's problems. They deal with what may got them where they are today. So they, it's like, okay, I'm going to stay, I'm going to focus on either I'm reading, I'm going to focus on me for the next hour and then I'll start the day with everybody else. And I think that's just a a mindset that we all need to have, but it also leads to great success and hopefully for a lot of people, great peace. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, I was, my whole twenties, I was addicted to being busy. And then I looked at the end of the day, what am I so busy doing? It's like, I'm broken, burnt out. So I, I, I truly was afraid to slow down the busy machine. And the joke of it all was I don't know what I was so afraid to do because nothing was really working in alignment. Um, but it is that fear, right? When when you realize that maybe you're addicted to success or chasing the neck, nothing's enough. For me, that I, I rolled like that. It was almost an autopilot. And so just committing to trying something new was really the difficult part. Once I said, okay, I'm committed, then things started to roll in place. And it didn't happen overnight, but like you said, the the secret to it is you have to create the space for new things. And that isn't just stuff, but it's also people. It's uh, being, you know, saying yes to everything. Um, wanting the ego sometimes want, you know, we want to be recognized and have lots of followers and, but at the end of the day, like what's it costing you? Um, you know, so it's, it's looking from a holistic perspective, what needs to go. And a lot of times it's, it's habits and behaviors as well. Yeah. And, you know, and you said something, uh, very important here because a lot of people in this world today are living their life on social media and (laughs) either, you know, the persona that everything is great and, and I'm happy and not, and, and like you said, you know, and, I, and you said when people, you know, like when you were young, it was being very, very busy, but I'm finding that it's hitting all age groups and yes, we need social media, but at the same time, it can be a curse for some because they spend so much time on it that yeah. it's not, a, it's not a, it's not a soil that's well fertilized and just because you spend a lot of time there, there's not a whole lot of actual growth that's going on that's going to benefit you. Yeah. And if there isn't a healthy foundation, I sort of feel like it's just fluffiness. If, you know, it's, it's a time waster. It's like get the foundation really grounded and healthy and then use social media as a tool. Um, well, and I agree with you, I think. And sometimes I wonder, you know, how people are on it so much. I'm, I'm trying to, well, it finally dawned on me a couple of weeks ago. That's why these major corporations are hiring people just to handle social media because it's yes. absolutely exhausting. Yes. And I, I, I look at my life, I've got other things that I need to do and instead of tweet, 
like, post, and uh, Instagram it. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, in your book, you talk about leverage. Uh, what yeah. do you mean by it, and how do we get it? Yeah, so I think that's the number one reason for uh, burnout or or overwhelm and despair. And the reason is because we are sort of raised and educated in a way where, you know, leading, 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 being the best at what we do. Unfortunately, we, again, we develop this belief that if we don't do it, it won't get done well. Mm. And at one point, we will hit a plateau. It, it, it's going to happen to everybody at one point because there's only so many hours in a day. Entrepreneurs that open businesses find this. You know, there's only so many hours in a day and you'll be, you'll get maxed out. So strategically, this is why I believe that we should take the time to strategize the next 10 years of our life and look at where do you want to be in 10 years? What type of lifestyle you want? Because the life you want in 10 years, you're going to make changes right now. And so for me, leverage is the number one thing. So I'm looking at if I have to do it to get it done and make the money, there's an issue because I like going to yoga. I like going for a run every day. I like spending time with my kids. So yes, I could be a hustler, but I will be miserable. So I have strategically put in systems in my life so that I don't even have to show up and things get done. A book that I actually love by John Maxwell, it's called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. He says a great leader, when they're not around, everybody thinks they did it themselves. Oh, wow. I, I just started a 30-day uh, reading plan on John Maxwell this morning, actually. So I, fi- I find this uh, your this interview very enlightening. And everything that you're saying is absolutely true. And I think a lot of people are thinking, well, how do I make a 10-year plan? I don't even... I don't even want to be where I'm at at this very moment in time. You know, people don't yeah. even know how to to get off the launch pad because yeah. it seems like they don't have the right fuel. But it's it's putting everything in perspective. But you know, I I have had that problem for years, and and you've really said it to where if it's not going to get done, I'm just going to have to do it myself. But true leaders know how to leverage their time. And they know how to delegate authority to others to get that job done to where everybody's not burnt out. The job is getting done, but you have time for life. Yes, 100%. And I I mean, I had had three kids in pretty much four years. And I strategically planned so that I really didn't have to work much for three years. But I planned that six years before so that I could take the time and just, and still have income on a weekly basis. So, but that takes planning. A lot of times people wait, we're trained, we're, we're programmed to kind of wait for crisis. And I tell this to moms all the time, like, or future moms, <laughs> if you want to have a healthy lifestyle when you have kids, it's going to require choices right now when you're single, when you're in your 20s. And oftentimes we wait until you know, for moms, like we find out we're pregnant and then we, we go into hustle mode and we try to get everything done and we hate our job. And so if we can kind of learn a new muscle to actually make choices today and they don't have to be big, it can be simple, simple things. Um, you know, like starting to go to yoga, you know, if your goal is to be in perfect health in five years. So I find just a simple choice. The one thing that I did that made a big difference is I wrote down exactly my desired lifestyle. I did this exercise when I was about 29, and it was my desired lifestyle on paper uh, five years down the road. 
And just that exercise without judging or saying, oh, that's never going to happen. I can't do this. I just wrote it down and it was, I want to have the ability to travel. I want to take time off if I choose to have kids. Like I want to be able to take the time off. Um, I want to go to yoga every day. I want to be able to go to the gym any time of the day because I have time freedom. And I just was very specific what I ate, you know, how I feel my body, And that exercise, it's amazing. We usually don't write it down because we're kind of afraid it might not happen or afraid of failure. But writing it down, there's something that happens. And bit by bit, my life radically transformed in under four years. So I really think it is that exercise. And then you balance that with choices and aligned action. Well, well, do something for me. Uh, For all the listeners out there that are trying to figure out a starting point. You know, how how do I get off the launch pad? Uh, mm-hmm. Are there a couple of tips that you can share with us to get people's perspective in the right place so that way they yes. can actually start making a 10-year plan? For sure. So the first thing that I would recommend is to make a list of clearly what isn't working. You know, things that you're not thrilled with, things that you're not happy with, because it's important to identify what isn't working before you can start moving forward. So just make a list of what you want to detox. Uh, it could be food, but it could also be people, um, stuff in your life, habits that you have, like saying yes to everything, and then you're totally burnt out and overwhelmed because you're doing everything for everybody else, and you have no time for your health. So make that list. Secondly, I would take a bit of time, whether it's an hour, a day, or a week, to detox. I call it make gorgeous space in the book. And the book actually goes through an exercise. Start with the physical stuff because that's for some people, that's easy, um, but sometimes the emotional clutter or the recognition that I'm not happy can be a bit overwhelming. So starting with stuff is oftentimes healing and easier. Um, so creating that space. And then the third thing would be the exercise I did, which is just take a piece of paper and a pen, write the date, either five years from today, 10. I like five because it's a little bit closer. And write down in the present tense your ideal life and your ideal day. Very specific detail. Well, you know, it's amazing because when we actually write things down, even if we're uh, writing down a a business plan or writing down uh, a dream, when you write it down and literally if you sign your name to it, you're basically saying to the rest of the universe, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of people need that. But you have said some um, some incredible have you have given us some incredible insight because we do need to sit down. We need to take a look. And, and I I've done the same thing. You have to look at everything and go, okay, what's working? What's not working? Why is it not working? And sometimes it could just be us. That's the Mm -hmm. problem. And we need to be honest with ourselves. So, ladies and gentlemen, when you're listening to this interview today, seriously, take some time, like Leanne said, and be honest with yourself. You know, no one's going to judge you. You're the only one in the room. Write it down. And sometimes we may need to look what we write down on paper and maybe we need to feel embarrassed and like, oh, this is where the problem is. And, you know, maybe we're giving too much time in one area of our life that doesn't need a whole lot of time and we need to shift that focus somewhere else. But, uh, you know, we can make changes very, very quickly. And just by making a plan, even though, you know, I tell some people, I had this conversation with a couple of people the other day, you may not know exactly uh, what you want to do five years down the road, but you can at least start right now by 
writing some things down and, you know, just kind of having a, a conversation with yourself and you'll see and you'll see changes start happening with the next few months. It's amazing what, what I see when people are finally honest with themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, I think the one other thing, sometimes our egos get in the way and we don't ask for help. And that's a big thing, that a big lesson I had. It's like sometimes maybe you just need to call somebody that you trust completely and just say like, I need some help and ask for some ideas. Uh, maybe there's somebody, a mentor who is where you want to be and ask if you can have 30 minutes of their time over Skype or the phone or coffee and just ask them, because they're going to say one thing that could literally transform your world. Oh, ab- oh, absolutely. I've always had mentors in my life. I value them. Everyone should at least have a very close friend that they can talk openly with. Or like you said, you know, a mentor. And it was so funny. I was talking to a gentleman not too long ago who is very, very big in real estate. And he uh, he's young. And uh, very, very passionate. And he went to this multi-million dollar property. It was a home. And he was just so amazed on what this this gentleman had amassed in wealth. And he, he, you know, talked to him about business. And then right before he left, he said, can I ask you a question? He said, by all means. He said, what does it take to get to this point? Meaning, you know, to amass the, the success and the wealth that the gentleman had. And he looked at the young man and he said, don't change who you are mm, yeah. and, you know, you know, be who you are, be real and stick with it because it'll come. And, yeah, uh, but I, I have got, but I've got to ask you something, Leanne, what is healthy girl? <laughs> so I, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is uh, entrepreneurship. And what I was finding was a lot of people were taking wellness certifications, whether it's in yoga or um, nutrition or different certifications, but they were graduating and really lacking the skills to develop six and seven figure businesses. And so I created this community of wellness entrepreneurs that were looking for mentoring and were looking for a mastermind to actually learn the secrets to leverage, to time excellence, to creating systems so that they wouldn't burn out as their business grew. And that that community has really blossomed and is international and it's a huge passion of mine. Oh, fantastic. Well, how do how do people listening today, how do they how do they find out more about you and then find out more about Healthy Girl? Yeah, so they can go to my website. It's leannejacobs.com. And uh, for anyone who might be a wellness entrepreneur and interested in Healthy Girl, the website is healthygirlsociety.com. Is it something that they join? Do you have uh, newsletters that they can uh, subscribe to? Yes, we have newsletter. We've got um, a quite a large uh, online community, and then we also do live events. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, fantastic! You know, it's amazing that today that, um, or I should say, at this at this time, I'm seeing this huge movement for the empowerment of women, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we see a lot of things that are coming out through Hollywood, but I think it's actually going to bring more fire and passion to uh, the empowerment of women and, you know, the uh, the leadership skills that they have in business. Uh, you are successful. There are mil- millions of others like you that are successful. And I think it's just going to continue to grow. I agree. And, and just the ability to to create these global communities is, is so powerful. Um, 
and, and really wonderful. And these and women communities, especially in business and and leadership, um, they're they're booming right now, which is wonderful to see. Yes. Uh, do you do you see a particular type of demographic of of women that are really keen in wanting to maybe uh you know launch their own business, so to speak? Yeah, I I do find women in their in their thirties tends to be uh, very very popular. Either maybe they've spent time uh, working for companies, or they've had they're kind of on their second career, um, and and they're really curious to you know what maybe I want to even if I have a job like maybe I want to start my own business on the side. That's huge. And also I find uh, the millennials um, they're really interested in learning how to create global businesses where they have freedom and they have the ability to work from other countries, that's a huge demographic as well. So, um, and also, you know, moms who their kids are, it's kind of all women, but moms who have their kids <laughs> are a little bit older and they've got a little more freedom are really ready to unleash their creativity and learn how to um, reap financially from their gifts and their and their skills. Oh, fantastic. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is Leanne Jacobs. Please go to her website at leannejacobs.com. Uh, go t- and then I'm sure uh, Leanne from there they can actually link to your Healthy Girl website. They can. Yes. Yes. Oh, well check that out, especially you ladies listening today. Check it out. Join it. Uh, you know, get together and definitely uh, feed off one of one another for uh, leadership ideas and who knows that next million dollar idea could actually be coming from uh, someone that uh, you mentor, Leanne. So uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. And uh, remember, everyone, to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. So just hit the subscribe button on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. And again, if I could ask you a favor, take 30 seconds, rate the show today on iTunes And the reason being is we want to attract more people like you to the show. The only way we can do that is if you rate it, which helps the show get more visibility and to grow. And again, my appreciation is to you. So to learn more about me, go to drwardbond.com and check out my show page again here on radiomd.com slash drbond, which will lead you to my other channels of iTunes, iHeartRadio, and others. Again, thank you for listening to Life-Changing Wellness. I'm Dr. Ward Bond. Have a healthy and blessed day.